This week brings some major changes and potentially some cosmic chaos, but I'm going to tell you how to work with it all for your highest and hottest good. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Rx Radio. This is your Friday weekly energy report where we give you everything, the what for, the 411 on WTF is happening up in the cosmos so you can make sense of it down here on Earth as above, so below. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant, your guide, your high vibe hype woman. How the hell are we? What's going on? What are we doing? Like, how was the day of miracles? I want to preface day of miracles doesn't mean your whole life is going to change from that day. That's like never really going to happen. Maybe it did for some of you, but I'm just inviting everyone the intentionality of that day, something you started, something that you believed in, that you said yes to, you breathed life into it. You believed in yourself. You took that Aries courage and you leapt. And now you might see the, some of the fruits of that as early as this week with this Aries total eclipse of the heart, baby, total solar eclipse that we have on April 20th, April 19th, if you're on Pacific Standard Time. But this week is big. We have a very intense eclipse. And as we get closer to the heart of it, the more we will start to feel the things around us. So shifting, changing, eclipses, when someone gets something like eclipse, like the definition in the dictionary is like, it's been surpassed, it's been replaced, right? So eclipses are coming to surpass something in our lives, coming to replace something. In the ancient days, eclipses were times where usually the ruler or the king was replaced or brought down in some kind of a way. And this is like, kind of for us, it's like, the ruler of our life, what's something that's happening or going on, it may be replaced by a new subject, a new topic. And eclipses are great times to let things go, to surrender. I love eclipses. I was talking to one of my brilliant mentees and I was like, I love eclipses, but I know that like they are considered malefic by a lot of ancient astrologers. And I think I always have to say that because I don't want to seem like I'm sugarcoating things or spiritually bypassing or not respecting the intense sort of chaos magic of eclipses. Shout out to you, Heather. And Heather's like, who said that? Maddie, probably a man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably these kings who got ousted for their bad karma during a eclipse season. But there can be, yeah, there's change in rulership. It's like the rules of gravity, the rules of the universe get a little unplugged. So it can be really ungrounding for us. So for all of you here, we don't actively manifest under the eclipses. This is a time of surrender. This is a time of actually releasing control. This is a time of deep trust. And it's really a time to like tend to yourself, your nervous system, your body, your heart, 
and and just kind of let the universe do its work, its miracle making work. Let it speed up time. Let it remove people from your life. Let it replace people. You know, close doors, open doors, and you just sit back and wait. So we'll talk about a little more about this eclipse in particular and the astrology of it and why it's a big one. Why it's a big one? Pluto's involved. Spoiler alert. But let's do Virgo announcements. Really want to shout out all of you who have just been in rolling in the Cosmic Boss program. I'm so excited. Like there was something this week where I just was like really connecting with and reflecting on what the cosmic bosses from the fall, what they've done, the journey they've gone on, what they're doing, how they're just embodying a different frequency, a different energy on this planet. And I was just like blown away. So I, I see, you know, we have a good group going for the spring cohort. And this is going to be our last live cosmic boss. So we've been kind of on the fence about it, but we have a lot coming up in the fall. We're trying to do a lot, put a lot of work into growth, into cosmic RX to make it accessible. Like I believe why we have Cosmic Rx instead of just like my own Maddie Murphy practice is that we wanted to create tools and community and technology and resources that are very accessible. Because one thing that really didn't sit with me right when I began this journey of getting into like wellness and spiritual wellness and astrology is it was all so expensive or just really only talking, you know, to one group of people. And we wanted to have a community where people can bring different experiences, different voices to the table and where we could do things in a way that's super affordable. So this Cosmic Boss is one of our obviously higher ticket items we offer through Cosmic Rx, but it's still, I would say, affordable in the lens of like other group programs. We have scholarships that you could apply for up until, I would say by like the 16th on Sunday, if you want to apply and then this will be our last live one. I will still be doing my private group work, private one-on-one -on -one mentees, private masterminds, and we'll offer Cosmic Boss recorded for self-study in the fall with probably some like a few live calls here or there to support you. But if you want like, you know, this is live classes twice a month, live coaching calls with me twice a month. We have community-led happy hours. We have live guest classes. We have a live launch lab once a month. We have co-working sessions. So if you're interested, get in while you can to hang out um, with me and a bunch of other bosses and baddies and just change makers IRL. So we have a big giveaway. We've been doing Aries season giveaways. And I think that the Aries season giveaways, you know, Aries season is like our birthday season. I made this podcast in Aries because I've secretly always wanted to be one, just like Jesus coming back reborn as an Aries. And we're just so grateful. Like, I can't describe it. Why I'm so passionate about helping change makers and visionaries live out their dream, even when it does not fit any kind of mold, especially when you feel like a little bit of like a misfit or a weirdo or a rebel, is because when we had this idea for Cosmic RX and we were really bringing it out into the mix, you know, 2017, 2018, people, and this didn't feel like crazy to me to be doing this at this time, people looked at us with blank stares, like, what are you going to do? I don't get it. Like, who is going to do this with you? So when each and every one of you reads one of our newsletters, likes a post, listens to our podcast, it's like, oh, it just heals something in my little baby inner child, Maddie Hart. 
and gets me really pumped up for the future. So we wanted to offer you this month of like big giveaways every week. We did our merch, we did our magic of you. And now this is like the big grand finale. We're actually offering someone a whole free comped ticket to the entire enrollment for the Cosmic Boss six-month program. And so that winner, without further ado, 11 Strikes, a.k.a. Evelyn K. You're the winner. So yay, congratulations to you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for just supporting us. And if you entered the contest and you didn't win, obviously, I wanted to pick everyone. So we had to outsource the picking to someone else. But of course, like apply for a scholarship. We would still love to have you in the program, especially if your heart's really being called towards it. Oh, all these Virgo announcements. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. We have so much fun stuff cooking even behind the scenes that I can't even announce yet, but I want to just like blah it all out. If astrology isn't real, so many things happening every damn day and so many of you sliding into my DMs or posting our community, the moments you're seeing. One of you pointed out that not really if astrology isn't real moment, but everyone said like, Maddie, we've got to look out. The day of the coronation is the day after the last Scorpio eclipse. And something about that happening with Pluto and Aquarius feels significant. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Today, it could have gone a few different ways. Um, I wanted to shout out a celebratory, progressive Pluto and Aquarius moment that we witnessed this week on April 12th, 2023. We saw in Tennessee, we saw Justin J. Pearson, who was actually forced out of the legislature for demonstrating and joining the protesters, a lot of them, Gen Z or young millennials following the deadly Nashville school shooting that we saw. And there was Justin Pearson and Justin Jones, who were both black men, forced out a legislator. And the third Democrat, who also was protesting white, somehow was in trouble, but narrowly avoided expulsion, of course, which was kind of freaky and scary because that is part of the United States is that we are supposed to be allowed to dissent. We are supposed to be allowed. We're supposed to be a free country. You know, that's the whole premise of this. That's the whole plot of the movie here. And it was a little alarming. But then there was on Wednesday, the Shelby County Board of Commissioners voted at a special meeting in Memphis to appoint Justin Pearson back to the House of Representatives seat. There was also just like unanimous vote right before that from the Nashville Metro Council to reinstate Jones. And Pearson said, you can't expel hope. And this feels like certain powers that be wanted to quiet this down. But I was really proud that the, especially Shelby County Commission, really like the courageous leaders there were like, no, like this is part of it. This is justice. This is, this is advocating. And it felt very Pluto and Aquarius. It's like, what we've been talking about, the us, you know, gathering together, just more inclusive leadership, leadership that's really progressive, heart-centered. And I don't know everything about these men. Like, again, I don't have like a team of researchers. I'm just like me reading the news. But in this snapshot, I felt like it was a beautiful celebration of Pluto and Aquarius. Some other things that I saw in the news that made me just, I wanted to like bring it to our attention. And I don't really know like 
Ugh, this is where if someone here is like an expert on the Federal Reserve or cryptocurrency or <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, a long time ago, I guess for the 2022 year ahead, I had talked about that with the North Node and Taurus working with Uranus, we were going to see a lot of changes. And one of those changes that I put in that workshop were that we might see some sort of centralized digital currency from the U.S. and almost a lot of news or propaganda or tearing down of other cryptocurrencies to try to put us all into going to some sort of central bank digital currency. And I got a little bit of hate for that. People were like, no way, no way is that ever going to happen. And I was like, okay, I just, I'm just calling it like I see it here. But again, I don't have all the answers. And I brought up a conversation with some people who are not on the Australia. It wasn't a hate from any of you podcast people, but it was just people that I had maybe like talked about in mixed circles with or had relayed some of this information to. And I saw this week that there is this Fed now that is a payment service to the federal service that's going to be kind of like their solution to like a cash app or Venmo. And that this week, some of the national parks, the key biggest national parks in our country stopped accepting cash. And we see that we've been really moving towards a cashless society, right? Like I know back in back in the day, you know, five years ago, seven years ago, if you try to go to, let's say like a bodega in New York or somewhere and use your credit card, they look at you like, can you not? Like the fees and like you're buying a pack of gum lady and like a water bottle. And so it was like cash on you. And then, you know, a few years ago, you kind of noticed this shift, especially at these more like franchisee places, you know, the little like fast casual salad places, the coffee shops that are trendy. They'd be like, actually, we don't accept cash. And I remember experiencing that and being like, what? But like cash is queen, honey, don't we know? So there's something happening. And this, what we're about to enter Pluto is going to be squaring the North Node and Uranus and Taurus. Pluto and Aquarius change, upheaval, revolution. Taurus is very much around a lot of things, our security, our safety, but very much around our currency, our value, our money. And that's going to be interesting, especially through June. And this whole square is going to be really, we're going to be feeling it from basically now, eclipse season, I talked about this last week, until October, experiencing a lot of changes in the financial landscape. I don't have answers. I'm not trying to fear monger, but just like to create awareness and conversation. And again, if anybody is like a brilliant mind on this or has a friend, please, please, please email me info at cosmicrx.com. I would love to have them on the podcast. I would love to learn more. It's something I've been looking at for a while. The idea of a centralized digital currency does make me nervous for a lot of reasons. So I'm just keeping tabs on it, but it felt very Pluto and Aquarius and this whole Fed now thing is like, mm, I don't really know if I want the government like being in charge of, they say they're not a digital currency. Like that's like what they're saying. But I feel like now doth protest too much. It feels like they're kind of setting us up to get used to that. So anyway, just my thoughts, just the things that I think about on a casual Tuesday or Wednesday. But ultimately I do want to center back to the conversation in Tennessee of like that little bit of Pluto and Aquarius hope. Right. And that we, the people energy, like really that rising and feeling different for us. And yeah, just asking all of you to really hold that like vibration, that frequency of like, yes, we're holding the shadow with the light always because that's part of the human experience, but that we can 
harness this Pluto and Aquarius energy for change and for more peace and more coherence between us, each other, and the planet, right? Okay, so let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, always. Cancer rising. Can't help it. Love that lady. Love the moon. So this week, as we go into Friday, when this podcast drops, we have a moon in Aquarius. And that moon in Aquarius goes through Saturday around 7 p.m. Eastern time. So Aquarius moon energy in the last few minutes of the Aries sun energy is going to be really about like freedom to express yourself. You might feel social. You might want to go out. You might want to be with your people. You might want to do something that's a little bit like, I think that two, those two energies together are a little rebellious, a little cheeky. They don't give any fucks. Aries and Aquarius is like, this is not time to be sticky with other people's emotions. And this is like, do you, babe? Okay. And it's, it's exciting. Maybe you get some clarity on a vision and then that Aries energy helps you take steps forward with it. We'll just look out for those days being like overly aloof or overly like centered on self, especially if we get into any kind of, you know, argument or disagreement, like just, you know, how can we, even if we're not feeling the other person's perspective or emotions, how can we just try to honor it? I would say for those days. And then Saturday evening, the moon goes into Pisces. So we have Saturday into Sunday and into Monday at nine o'clock Eastern time with a Pisces moon. So Aries sun, Pisces moon. Oh, I love this. Reminds me of one of my dear clients. Haley has this combo and she is Aries, go-getter, party girl, motivated AF. But her Pisces moon is like so intuitive, so dreamy, has the most vivid, like if we do journey work, she has the most vivid like visions. So on these days, we're kind of honoring the beginning and the end. It's very alpha and omega. It's like this alpha, go for it, beginning Aries energy but also like maybe doing a little rest from all of this Aries excitement. I always find by the last few degrees, the last few moments of a sun sign, I'm kind of like tapped out on that energy. Like that's enough pie of that energy. Like, ooh, I've been in that Aries energy. It was like so refreshing in the beginning. By the end, I'm like, ooh, getting a little nervous system overload. So that Pisces moon comes in at the end to be like, where can we just flow, rest, recharge, take naps? And again, mind you, this is really as we go into the eclipse and eclipses make us tired. I don't know about all of you. I took a nap on Wednesday that felt like I quantum time jump. I woke up and I was like, where am I? I felt like I couldn't like move my body. I was like, uh, and I'm like, that's eclipse energy. Like that's a different kind of nap. So I encourage you um, during this time, take naps. Um, and really the biggest thing is just honor your emotions, honor your feelings. This You might be feeling a little bit more. Don't take it out on others. Um, work on expressing yourself. Work on tending to yourself. And don't take it all personally. Some of this Pisces moon stuff just brings up, just brings up stuff. Just sit with it. Okay, so then we go into Monday evening. And this is when we start to go into that Aries moon energy. And then we have Tuesday, Aries moon Wednesday, Aries moon, and then Thursday, we have that eclipse at 12, 12 a.m. Eastern time. So all this double Aries energy, it's like we have a redo on the Aries new moon energy. I mean, the day of the eclipse, technically on the 20th, the sun was into Taurus. It's interesting to the 29, that anoretic degree, but there is something really profound about like 
getting to go back to that Aries, Aries energy, right? So it's like we're feeling ourselves. We're maybe having like some intentions we set in the early part of the season. We're understanding them more differently now. We're really understanding like the transformational journey that Aries season has taken us on. We're kind of seeing the next big like invitation adventure of owning our most authentic self. So those days, I do want you to do you. I want you to own your fire, own your mojo, whatever that looks like to you. Be in your full expression, practice it, embody it, right? Like if you don't have any areas in your chart, like planets wise, method act like an Aries, like just like what would an Aries do right now? And really, really be in that and feel it. Things we're going to look out for. We might feel agitated. The tempers might go high. We might feel impatient. We might feel like, yeah, it's had some intentions on that first Aries new moon. And where are they? And it's like, and the universe is like, okay, calm down. Like we're working on it. We're in the kitchen cooking. Like, slow your roll. So, you know, this leads me into talking about planetary planning. Let's talk about this Aries new moon. The Aries new moon, you know, it's beginning the the sequencing, the story of the Aries Libra eclipses that we're going to be in. The nodes move in mid-July into North Node Aries, where all of our collective assignment is going to be to understand more about our unique, authentic self and to re-kind of tool our relationships and do something different in them, either by being our most authentic self or to like make space for that. So this eclipse might bring up some themes. I wanted to let you know that it might bring up some tension in relationships. I don't want to not warn you about that, right? Forewarned is forearmed. <laughs> I think that's the expression. And there is a very challenging aspect to Pluto, right? So this you know, new moon in the 29 anoretic critical karmic degree of Aries squaring the Pluto lord of the underworld planet of transformation and looking at everything you don't want to look at so you can ultimately be liberated is going to bring up some things. Probably themes we're going to feel are around like being called to sacrifice your need to be in control. Some power struggle issues may come up and that could look like anything. It just Power struggles, I feel like I talk about that a lot, especially this year with all the fixed sign eclipses and square. And people are like, what does it mean? What's a power struggle? So it's just like when people lose sight of what they're doing, the greater good, how are we in a collective, and just as a way to compete for control, for influence. And um, we see this almost so much around us that it's like we become like fish in water to it. And it's almost like just disagreeing for disagreeing's sake or like these manipulative shadowy tactics to be right. And it's like really choosing being right over being in peace. So I just want you to be aware of that. But there is also a tremendous catalyst, like a being shot out of a slingshot to push us towards our goals, to push us towards owning this authentic self. But like anything with an eclipse, anything with intense astrology, it might come from a breaking point, right? Breakdown to breakthrough. It might come to the point of like, I'm so fucking sick of this shit, of you know not having this boundary honored, of feeling a certain way, of having this person make me feel dumb or less than, and I don't want to engage in this anymore. So drawing the line in the sand, enough is enough. That's not who I am. This is who I am. And I want you just to pay attention to that, to honor it. And it's going to feel hard. It's not going to feel fun. But also this 
eclipse is widely conjunct with Jupiter still. So of course it might expand all these feelings, but we also have that Jupiter, that blessing, that expansion, that like you cannot fail energy on your side. So we know a solar eclipse is basically a new moon on steroids. It's when a new moon is approaching or getting within 17 degrees of the nodal points, the nodal access points. And really what I want to warn you about is like, even if you are doing your work and you're staying grounded, you're staying hydrated, you mind your damn business, paying attention to your cosmic assignments, you're pulling your cards, you're doing your breath work. As a reminder, a lot of people around you are probably not. They're probably definitely not. So this is a good time to protect your energy. Um, my cousin just started a podcast. It's giving mystical. You can also find her on Instagram at salt, S-A-U-L-T dot spirit. And she's doing a whole series. She did a whole talk on protecting your energy. And I've had other people on this podcast, Iset Rose, I want to talk about it. But it's just what does it mean? What does it look like? It's different for everyone, but there's common denominators. Um, eclipse season is a big time to protect your energy. Really to think about like, what do I need to engage in? What are things that I have to engage in to like get by? But how can I kind of do the bare minimum for these two weeks just so I can sit in a place of surrender and flow and not click on what my teacher Steven would call like the pop-up windows of drama. Like just like, like you click yes. And you're kind of like, I know I shouldn't engage with this. And all of a sudden you have a virus malware on your computer and all the pop-up windows for those of you who remember that or any of you who had a PC in like the early 2000s. So just like, let's not click on the pop-up windows of drama, shall we? So yeah, so this is going to be in some ways, the solar eclipse square Pluto is going to give you so much energy, strength, motivation, inner power to make a big transformation. And it's going to ask you to release control, but it's also going to ask you to take control over who you are, if that makes sense, like releasing control over the outside world. And maybe you might have something that shakes your self-confidence or your identity or your ego. That's okay. That's okay. But I want you to go into that place of like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I at my core? The part of me does not need that validation from the external world, that approval, that mirroring, like who am I beyond a shadow of a doubt? Who do I know I am? And it's such a good practice. And so I love astrology. It really helps us get a little bit more clear on that. And it helps us own our gifts, the gifts that come so easily to us, we forget that they're special. And it just helps us stay really attuned to our values, right? That's a big thing we talked about over the past year and a half with the North Node in Taurus. So just being aware of that, being aware that shadowy relationship stuff might come up, jealousy, manipulation, power struggles. How can you just stay true to yourself, communicate directly, have consciousness over yourself, but also like, you know, know where you need to assert yourself and then know where you need to kind of like relax, release, let go of the reins and just trust. Like the Eclipses are always moving things for you and for your highest good. I really believe that. So leave something on the altar of the eclipse, leave something to surrender and then just visualize where do I want to be on the other side of this eclipse? And then we just hang back, drink our water, mind our business, tend to ourselves and we just kind of let this eclipse do its thing. And again, not pay attention to the drama around us because there may definitely be a little bit of that, especially in the collective, especially 
on the political world stage. These are, you know, anorect degrees of Aries, warrior energy. So there may be things that are, I hope they're not, but these are signatures of violence, war. And so as I'm always going to ask you to do every day, I have an alarm set on my phone for 11.11 on my calendar in the morning, in the evening, and I use it to pray for my family and just send them love. But I use it to also like do a peaceful meditation of like just anchoring more peace into the earth, into the ley lines. And I encourage all of you to do that as well. Okay, so new doors are opening. There is a more authentic, empowered, confident, courageous you version of you that wants to come out. And we're just going to kind of ride this energy, ride the cosmic energy. We're not going to fight it. And you know that we're going to come out on the other side, knowing that, you know, it's all happening for us, not to us. And I really want you to just find a way to ground into like earth energy. Earth energy is going to be your best friend right now. Cooling earth. Go sit in the shade of a big tree, go put your feet on like mossy earth, go like put your feet in like the silt and sand of a river bed, a river bank. I encourage you to do all of that. So I will see you on the other side of these eclipses. And you know, in the meantime, I am wrapping you in so much love, cloaking you in so much stardust, so much protection, so much divine direction energy. And of course, I'm calling in under this Aries eclipse of all eclipses, just welcoming in for each and every one of you, big, fat, multiple zeros on it, checks, and fulfilling, rewarding, and just steamy sex for everyone involved. And I will see you next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.